0: Welcome to the Christian Wealth Podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth, and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook.
1: On a Tuesday, we like to check in with Alex Cook, our Ask Alex segment. Our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316. Alex Cook, special welcome back to 2020. Hey, Alex, um, Christmas is on the way. Let's get a conversation around some of the things that you might be thinking of, a little bit deeper in some areas than what most of us are thinking about when we think, oh, well, we buy presents for loved ones and friends at this time of year. Uh, But let's talk about some of the things maybe you're seeing as some common mistakes that we might be making this time of year around Christmas.
0: Mm. Well, look, the most common one, and this probably won't surprise listeners, given if they've listened to me for a while, they'll know my views on debt and borrowing money, but probably the biggest one I think is the borrow now, pay it off later uh, mentality that's gripped our society. Uh, and so I like to say to people that when it comes to Christmas, and r- really I'd argue for any consumption item, so anything where you're buying things that are to be consumed as opposed to investment, then I really encourage you to you pay for everything in cash. Now, I'm not obviously referring to the physical cash you have in your wallet. It could be just using a debit card from your bank account. But the point here is pay for everything in cash. Try and avoid racking up the credit card debt or a personal loan, because the reality is when you use debt, more than likely you're going to spend more than you otherwise would have. And of course, then you spend the next uh, couple of months or even 12 months Paying it back off, and you know, paying unnecessary interest on that debt as well. So try and uh, keep the borrowing to a minimum, as close to zero as you can. Uh, so that's the first really obvious one. Just before uh, we move on from
1: there, Alex, interestingly here, uh, when you say pay for ca- pay cash, uh, don't go into debt because if you've already racked up a thousand dollars debt. Is it easy to say? Oh, well, I'll just stretch that a little further. I've already I'm already a thousand dollars in the red. I'll push it on to two thousand. But of course, paying that back is difficult. But there's a temptation, isn't there, when you have got a certain level of debt that you're already into?
0: You think, oh well, a little more won't hurt. A hundred percent. And that's the, I think, the addictive nature of credit. But funnily enough, and I'm glad you asked, is because just before uh, we jumped on air, I actually did some calculations of this. And let's say your debt was $4,000 on the credit card. Um, Interest rates on credit cards are around 20%. So over the next 12 months, you'd be paying $800 a year in interest on that Christmas debt. Of course, if you paid it off in six months, it'd be four hundred dollars. The point being is that's uh, you know you know most of us, I think the average household income in Australia is somewhere around the seventy eighty thousand dollar mark. Um, you'd be literally pouring four hundred to eight hundred dollars down the drain. So yes, cash is definitely the way to go. <laughs> All
1: right, and so making mistakes. Uh, if you understand your mistakes, then you perhaps uh, can develop a little bit of wisdom to try and avoid those. Uh, what else is on mm. your mistake list?
0: Yeah, well, look. probably the other big one, and this is once again a fairly obvious one, is spending more than we had intended. You know, there are so much uh, offers for sales and things like that out there um, that the temptation to spend more than we otherwise would have is very high. And also particularly because often we don't plan it properly. I mean, the classic one, which I must confess I'm a bit of a sucker for, is when you go into the, you know, the petrol station and uh, you walk up to the counter to pay for your petrol and, and the attendant says to you, hey, you know, there's two chocolates there for the price of one. Uh, you know, it's very easy <laughs> to spend the money. And I'm, I confess to being somewhat of a sucker, given I have a chocolate-based diet. But nonetheless, <laughs> uh, the, the, the point being is these sales are all designed, obviously, to get you to spend more and spending more than we otherwise would have been, you know, intended on doing so. But it's easy to avoid, and we'll talk about that, you know, next in terms of the planning process to avoid spending more than you otherwise would have.
1: Hey, Alex, we're already into a Christmas spending season. You know, once December rolls around, perhaps it's too late to talk about preparing financially, but... uh... But if you are making some preparations, maybe you haven't gone the whole hog yet and, uh, and offloaded all of your savings for Christmas, um, what should you do to prepare financially for the coming Christmas season?
0: Yeah, well, look, i always said people, when it comes to anything to do with money, keep it simple. Sometimes we like to complicate money. So here's the thing. I'd encourage us to do a really simple plan. And by that, I mean like a one-pager, really simple. The first thing you want to know is who do you have to buy for? You know, it might be your kids, might be your parents, might be uh, some relatives or close friends, etc. But who who do you need to buy for? And then sort of determine an overall budget. You know, what can you realistically afford? And of course, do an inventory of the items. You know, what is it you actually need? Um, I always encourage people to put it in writing, put it on paper. Don't budget in your head and hope hope you're guessing, because often when you put things in writing, that's when they really stare you in the face and you make better financial decisions uh, accordingly. So. Do that really simple plan. And of course, part of that sort of planning process is actually working out what gifts you need to buy before you go anywhere near a shop. I mean, as I mentioned before, that one of the classic mistakes is spending more than you intended, and you can get around that through shopping online first. To see what you need and how much they cost and then you can you know budget for it before you've gone anywhere near a shop and, and gone into the temptation phase so planning is really uh the key thing to it all um and of course if you can now this is a bit this is a bit late obviously but try and put money away all year round um you know there's the classic uh, in the old school, for those listeners who like cash, like physical cash, there's the old envelope system where you put money aside in envelopes for things, whether it's for gifts, for your rent, for your, uh, your, you know, your electricity bill, or the more modern system, because most of us have you know online banking, is a bucket system where you have an account for your holiday, account for your rent, etc. That kind of thing. So stash the money away so you're only using cash, because ultimately what all this all comes down to, and, and good financial planning in general is about controlling the way we behave with money ultimately uh, you know some people might have heard me say this before ultimately success with money comes down to how we behave with it and so we want to get control of things and put in place simple systems to make sure that we behave well with money don't you know fall into the temptation of spending money that we otherwise wouldn't have and you know racking up debt on the credit card and so forth so Just have a proper plan keep it simple and put the behaviors in place uh, to make sure you manage your money well at this time of year
1: so alex christmas gift buying that's just one of the elements of uh, the financial strain that can come on if you don't have Mm. some sort of limits there. uh, Lots of us too might be off on a summer holiday over Christmas into the new year. Um, Everything's getting more expensive. We're in an inflationary environment. Things Mm. are going up. Uh, You've got to make some special plans here too. Uh, What are your thoughts, uh, some wisdom on planning your holiday?
0: Yeah, well, look, I think from a a biblical standpoint, it's so important that we have a time of rest. You know, if you look in the, you know, go back to Genesis Uh, God works six days and on the seventh day you rest. So a biblical concept here is you give your body a break. And I think also, particularly at this time of year, it's an amazing opportunity to reflect. Um, So having a holiday, I think, is important. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you go away. You know, it can be a staycation. And frankly, they can be just as good, particularly, you know, in a country like Australia, Um, you know, it's such a beautiful place. There are so many things you can do cheaply. Um, I think, what, 90% of the population lives near the coast, or even if you live inland, there's, you know, beautiful forests. There's so much you can do to enjoy God's creation at at next to nothing. And, of course, at this time of year, we want to spend time with our our loved ones and, you know, family and friends and so forth. So to me, um, when it comes to holidaying, you know, you know, if you are going to go away, you need to try and book early. Obviously, now we're, we're getting well into Christmas, so probably a bit late. But don't leave it to the last minute because obviously your options are limited and it's going to end up more expensive. But I, I would say that people think differently about it, look for ways where you don't have to spend money and you can just enjoy, uh, as I say, the amazing country uh, that we're so blessed to to have and to live in
1: let's talk about being a christian at christmas and it's more i suspect than just going along to a church service on christmas day or on christmas eve as mm. is the habit of some but when you're a christian christmas is coming you've got this moment in time where we reflect on the arrival of the son of god the salvation plan mm. of god the incarnation that we call it um is there a Christian approach to Christmas that we perhaps need a reminder of?
0: Look, I think so. I mean, I like to, you know, reflect on the qualities of God. You know, what is what is God actually like? And, and one of the overwhelming uh, characteristics that we know of God is his generosity. Um, and in fact, you know, the, one of the most famous uh, Bible verses of all, John 3.16, you know, god so loved the world that he gave and of course he gave the ultimate gift he gave his one and only son and so to me that that quality of generosity is something that we can reflect at christmas because we know at christmas for some people it's a time of great fun and joy with family but for others it's actually a very hard time often a, you know australia unfortunately is now a very lonely country uh, not just in terms of the fact that i think 25 of the population live alone but just in terms of the solitude that people have, even in the sense of, you know, they can be married and still feel alone. So this is a time that is very hard for many people. So as Christians, I think we have an enormous opportunity to be, to be generous. And of course, that's not just a Christmas thing. That should be something that we have built in as part of our lives. Um, but Christmas is a great time for us to uh, reflect that quality of Christ of one of, of generosity and there's lots of ways uh that we can do it so for example uh my in fact i was thinking of my sister my sister's a missionary in japan and a couple of years ago we, when we had a family get together she gave me a it's like a kind of voucher from a charity in australia and what it was was a do it was a i think it was a donation of a cow to a family in the third world so in other words there was no direct benefit to me it was but it was this this gift to, to a poor family in the third world, and I thought to myself, what a fantastic gift! Uh, you know, we're helping someone else in the third country, you know, third world country. Uh, I'm at a stage in life where really I don't need much other than a new pair of socks, and uh, it was a it was a fantastic gift. And interestingly, it's of all the gifts she's given me over the years, it's the only one I actually remember. Right. So it's a fantastic uh, opportunity to give gifts that are a bit different rather than just things that consume and wear out it's something you can actually give that has a really productive benefit to someone else but one other thing just to encourage people with is hospitality you know uh, the bible makes it very clear that we should be hospitable to others and maybe you know someone who's going to be alone at christmas in fact i'll give you a real example In, in my life a friend of mine a few years ago was going through a nasty divorce Uh, His kids were going to be with his ex-wife over Christmas. Uh, He was from South Africa and living in Australia, and therefore he wasn't going to be with any family. And that's So we had him around our house. You know, it cost us nothing. He got to be with another family, have a great time, had a fabulous Christmas, and we got to share with it. So that's just a really simple thing. There are so many simple things that we can do that don't cost a lot of money that reflect this quality of Christ, this generosity of Christ, that we can show others and really bless people at this time and make it great for everybody. You know, we should be sharing in the joy that we have. And, of course, the best joy of all is share just the good news of Jesus himself. But there's so many things, as I say, we can do to reflect Christ at this time. It's uh, it's a wonderful opportunity.
1: It is a good reminder, especially at this point, early in December, to keep your eye out for those who might be at a loose end for their Christmas, and might be a good thing to you know uh, get a a ring in or two so you can put them around the table, as you say, Alex. It doesn't really cost any extra because usually we over cater for uh, Christmas (laughs) dinner. And uh, you might have your own thoughts about that, too. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're actually preparing for Christmas dinner, I mean, it is a time of extravagance. Uh, I mean, you're acutely aware, as I am, too, there are people uh, this year who it's going to be a little bit tougher than it's been for a number of years, so rising cost of living and all sorts uh, things like that. Uh, is there a sensible way at all you can approach, you know, getting that big family gathering going for Christmas?
0: Yeah, look, 100%. I mean, as you say, you hit the nail on the head. There is a cost of living crisis going on here in Australia, but indeed across the whole Western world at the moment, as we see food prices rise, we've got the fastest rate rises in history, uh, the energy prices, the, the whole thing. So there's a lot going on and people are feeling this pressure. Um, so to me, what, particularly when it comes to these big family events and food, there's this natural thing, as you say, to overspend and overeat. But what I say to people, this is a great thing, opportunity, and this is to lower your costs here is to get everyone to chip in don't be the if you're you're the one having people over at your house and of course you want to welcome people to your house don't be the one that just pays for everything don't, and don't buy more than what you need you know use any sales that you see along the way over the next couple of weeks to take advantage of them but also get people to chip in there's all sorts of things you can do um to uh you know most people are more than willing to bring along bits and pieces uh, to make it a you know a great success Uh, But of course, the key thing here is just doing a bit of a budget, how much you're actually going to spend and then and make a list of the things you want to buy for the meal and for the day. And uh, then, as I say, buy them on sale, store them up and uh, away you go. Um, Just just little things can go a long way. Uh, to make a big difference and save a lot of money.
1: Alex, good reminder that as Christian believers, uh, we think about Christmas differently. Very easy to get swept along in the sort of uh, secularised current around Christmas, but uh, good reminder for Christians to be thinking in a Christian way about how we do Christmas. Hey, we're almost out of time. We don't normally give too much attention to some of the webinars that you are hosting Uh, but there is one that's coming up tonight just wanted to draw Mm. attention to it because it's particularly important especially for what might be ahead in the coming year Uh, you've got a webinar called surviving and thriving during a bear market Uh, what's the webinar all about
0: yeah well look this year's been one of the most volatile years in history across pretty much most markets with stock market the bond market the currency market Crypto, you know, the whole the whole thing has been a very uh, tough year. And uh, often uh, we use the term bear market. That's when markets have a significant fall. And of course, in this time, people don't make nearly as much money. In fact, most people lose money. So what we're trying to do with tonight's webinar is firstly help people understand how their money is invested, what the kind of risks they are they're taking and how they can uh, protect their capital. You know, we've got to be good stewards of what God's given us. So we want to protect their capital first and foremost. But then how do we make money and thrive even during tougher periods? Um, And, you know, 2023, it looks like a global recession based on the way things are going. So we're going to talk about that and how you can still, uh, you know, get through and prosper and get your finances in good shape, uh, irrespective of, uh, you know, the storms that come our way.
1: Well, at turbulent times, it's a good thing to be reminded, isn't it, that to be a Christian steward of what God has given to us uh, means we're not going to be ignorant when there are some tough times that are upon us and those things might affect our personal and our family finances. It might affect the way our businesses function into the next year and uh, there are some challenging times ahead. Uh, So that webinar is on tonight. Uh, 8pm Australian Daylight Saving Time, so uh, basically Sydney time, 8pm tonight. It makes it at 7 for Queensland, it makes it at 5 in WA. And for people who want to connect with Alex Cook for that webinar, Surviving and Thriving During a Bear Market, uh, you'll be able to connect through the website wealthwithpurpose.com wealthwithpurpose.com that's where you'll find all sorts of free ebooks the my toolkit those free videos there's podcast content there too you can follow alex on facebook and on twitter there is even an ask alex at wealthwithpurpose.com email too for registering a question if you have a burning question you'd like a christian biblical opinion about a scenario you're going through uh, don't be afraid to send an email and we'll tackle that on this tuesday program Alex Cook, I hope I got all the details there tonight. Eight o'clock, that webinar, wealthwithpurpose.com. Thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us once again today on 2020.
0: My pleasure, Neil. Great to be with you again.